the stars are right, and that means it's time for another episode of The Whisper in Darkness. I'm your host, The Man from Lang. Thank you very much for joining me today. On this episode, we are continuing with our reviews of the Seeker cards in the Path to Carcosa Investigator expansion. This is part three of our look at the Seeker cards. We are going to discuss Logical Reasoning, No Stone Unturned, and Eureka. There are spoilers throughout if you care about that sort of thing. If you enjoy what you hear, remember to like, comment, and subscribe. Before we get started, a quick reminder of how we rate cards here on The Whisper in Darkness. The best of the best get an Elder Sign, while the worst of the worst get an Auto Fail, and the cards in between get a plus one, zero, or Elder Thing, respectively. Cards that you build around or cards that are good in one particular deck get a Bless Token, while cards that we believe are destined to end up on the list of taboos or are simply bad for the big game get a curse token. Before we get started, I'd like to thank the patrons of this channel for their tremendous support. You all rock. If you'd like to be amazing like these people and support the channel's goals and see your name on this list, head over to patreon.com, sign up for a tier of your choice, and claim your rewards. That would be awesome. Special thanks to Cole Monroe Chitty, Nicole Fiscus, and Nate Lost in Time and Space for their contributions to the channel. I couldn't do it without you. Without further ado, let's get started. Welcome back to our reviews of the player cards in the Path to Carcosa Investigator expansion. This is part three of our look at the Seeker cards in the box. We have a bunch of uh, really good cards uh, in this batch, so we're going to dive right in. The first card is Logical Reasoning. It's a two-cost event with two willpower skill icons. Insight trait. Play only if you have at least one clue. Choose an investigator at your location. That investigator either heals two horror or discards a terror card from his or her threat area. Man, oh man, do the uh, rogue seekers love this one. I was just going to say, this is the best rogue card they've ever printed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, what was it? Uh, keep your shotgun close and keep your logical reasoning closer. <laughs> yeah, this card just yeah. is the perfect silver bullet for that stupid frozen in fear. Yeah, terror cards, when they show up, they're actually like really nasty. And also it has great icons. Like, this is Guts 3 and 4. Um, if nothing else. In fact, I think I've, there, I think there's been a couple of times when I've built decks and it ended up being Guts 1 and 2 because I really wanted the um, like the terror card discarding. It's not all the time, but terror cards can really shut you down. And so being able to just like help you know, somebody out is really nice. Plus, I'm a big fan of that. It's versatile. So you've got Guts 3 and 4 here. You've got, you can deal with a an encounter card that could be, you know, really making someone have a hard time. Um, but also, you can heal horror if someone has drawn that tentacle on rotting remains and now is hurting. So I think it's like three. You have three ways to like bail someone out here, and mm -hmm. this is this like, is a good card because of that. Yeah, like, versatile. Yeah, yeah, this is like the I would say like the epitome of a solid support card in Seeker. Oh yeah. Like the restriction is whatever. Like you're most of the time gonna have a clue, and then both effects are very useful most of the time yeah. in the game. And the icons are useful too. Yes. Yeah. And I like how the icons are thematic. You know, mm -hmm. you use willpower. You help, you help out with someone's willpower. It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, this is one of those cards that has only gotten better with time as we have seen a bunch of low will willpower rogues show up who can take seeker cards. I'm yeah. thinking Finn, you've got Monterey, stuff like that, where their willpower is just so woeful that they really don't have a hope in hell of passing any sort of willpower skill test greater than two mm -hmm. and even then they're going to be really struggling so having either two willpower skill icons 
great. Heals to horror if you don't happen to draw the terror card, great. And then if you do have a frozen in fear in your threat area or somebody at the table does, you can get rid of that. And that's, uh, I use this to great effect in my, uh, in my Monterey Jack deck to deal with the uh, frozen in fear. In fact, I will draw for it if necessary, because the chance of me actually passing frozen in fear is next to zero. So this will, this is your magic bullet. I do want to no note that um, one thing that's like really solid about this, especially for frozen in fear is that, okay, so you don't get a chance to pass the frozen in fear test until after you've taken your turn which means no matter what, you are going to get hit by Frozen in Fear, and it is going to cost you actions if that's what you're planning to do this turn. So if you want to feel like a million bucks and like have someone buy you a beer, just get rid of their Frozen in Fear before their turn starts. That is a pro play. Which is why I'm just going to jump right in and give this thing an Elder Sign. <laughs> yeah, this, this thing is easy Elder Sign material. It's yeah. very good. I will give it an Elder Sign as well. It's simply gotten better with time as we've seen more investigators that can that need this card or need an effect like this to uh, to survive i think i also have played this in ursula uh, because of her her damn signature weakness that keeps coming back from time to time and it being able to, to heal the terror. horror also i think this goes well in any um seeker with three willpower because the two willpower icons puts you up to five for dealing with things mm -hmm. like um like for like a <laughs> frozen fear but um rotting remains just that typical willpower three that is pretty ubiquitous oh. so even like when you just use it for the icons i think it's the right number of icons that you need to go from fail to pass or daisy with a shriveling charge yeah exactly so uh a very nice card in logical reasoning if uh if you need icons or horror healing or to deal with frozen in fear, you're, this one has uh, got you covered. The next card is No Stone Unturned. It's a two-cost event with a wild skill icon, insight trait. Choose an investigator at your location. That investigator searches the top six cards of his or her deck for a card, draws it, and shuffles his or her deck. What do you guys think about uh, No Stone Unturned? So I think when this card was first printed... It was pretty reasonable. But as the game has progressed, holy has this card gotten ridiculous with investigators like Mandy or um, uh, Joe. Yes, Joe Diamond yeah. can take this in his hunch deck, and then all of a sudden you're playing this for free. It's like, what? Oh, goodness gracious, this card is really good. And it's one of the only cards that actually lets you dig through your deck for a certain card. Whereas a lot of the other Seeker cards, like Prop Sketches, is just raw card draw. Uh, just straight this actually yeah. lets you find what you're looking for. I think the only downside of this card is that it can feel a bit slow. If you don't find what you're looking for, and you end up having to like get something kind of lame, you, you're yeah, going to feel is... bad. And, yeah, you might as well have played prop, 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 Preposterous Sketches instead at that yeah. point. Yeah, I wish it was... I do wish it was Search 9, just for, just for like... Uh, symmetry with other search but it's it's fine yeah and i think but i but i think if it costs like one then it'd probably do good because you'd compare yeah. it to like preposterous sketches yeah so this this feels about right it can get a little slow because if you load up on draw like this is going to be one of your slowest draw i also think it kind of gets outshone <laughs> by backpack level two as time goes on 
maybe i don't know yeah. like mandy this card's ridiculous oh yeah yeah yeah. well if you have an effect that triggers off of searching that's different yeah i'm just thinking like for just digging for what you need i think it, it, it actually it, gets shown up by eureka which is the next card we're going to talk about yeah yeah you dump, a, dump a yeah. eureka on a skill test and basically get half of this card Free. Yeah, yeah. I think free. Eureka does something a little different though, because I think Eureka is more about volume, and you're already moving along. Where this is more like a setup card. Yes, I would. You I know? would agree with your assessment yeah. on that. It's like No Stone Unturned is like I need some particular asset out of my deck to yeah. progress my game plan, and No Stone Unturned is my insurance policy that I get it. Yeah, where Eureka is more like I'm moving along, so I move through my deck faster. You mm -hmm. know, it's like after the car has started. Yeah. yeah, and I think, like, with the context of Min being the investigator in the box, you know, like, with Min, you you use it to find whatever you need early, and then you just mm -hmm. commit it as unexpected courage later on. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. But, like, in that regard, it's actually a very solid card, regardless of, you know, any mm -hmm. other context, I think. I think this is one of those cards that I was, when it was first released, I put it in my decks... And I don't think I have put it in a deck since because it feels slow. Mm. Yeah, I think in lower player counts, especially this card is just too slow. Mm -hmm. But in three, four player, like you yeah, probably you need some there. particular asset where mm -hmm. like it sort of like balloons the game out of control. Like if you're using this to fetch uh, guiding stones, for instance, like this is really good in three, four player. <laughs> But yeah. that same impact is not felt in, like, one and two player. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, I remember I've used this a lot in, um, like, when I had a smaller collection, I used this a lot in Lola Hayes because Lola, compared to a lot of other investigators, like, really cares about which card she draws. Like, even when she's set up, she still cares about what's in her hand and what she finds. And also, you bypass weaknesses. So, um, yeah, I've used this to great effect there. So this is like like we were even saying this isn't about like volume this is about like you want specific things and I know Lola cares about specific things but I think this card it's still pretty good I think if you I think if you load up with half your deck with card draw it's probably not so necessary because you're drawing through your whole deck anyway yeah but yeah but especially like if your options are this and um and like preposterous sketches I think this is like really solid how would we rate this one. I'm going to give this a plus one. I think this is a very solid card overall. I do think that over time, or maybe even in certain decks, you're not going to want to play this, but I think in, in a lot of cases, it's it's pretty good. If nothing else, it's got a wild skill icon on it. Yeah. You know, It draws a card, and it's got good icons. I can't really complain about that. Yeah, no, this, this, is, yeah, this is pretty good. I think I'm also going to go with plus one. Um, I think this is one that is kind of like Fieldwork, where... In the you know in if you if you consider the secret card pool from like the mortal perspective, I think this is like better. Like this is like plus one territory. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that. I'm gonna go zero on this one. I think just based on my personal experience with this card, I put it in my deck and found it somewhat underwhelming, or just not a card I wanted to spend the two resources and the action on, even though I was going to get yeah. something. It just felt like a bad action to take. And, okay. and I so think that, I think in, that makes... in, I mean, 
in certain investigators, certainly Min bumps this up. Um, Mandy, of course, just due to the way her mechanics work. So it is, a, I think, a, a good card in, in certain investigators. But I'd be sort of cautious putting this in my deck in in solo unless there was unless I was sort of had a one of in my deck that I absolutely needed for the deck to function but I tend when I'm building my solo decks to have a lot of redundancy where I have a bunch of cards that basically do yeah. sort of the same thing so I have a bunch of cards that will help me get clues a bunch of cards that help me evade or fight and so if I don't get one I usually have another and that's usually enough and so I don't need to go find yeah. the thing that's going to help me help me win the game. Mm -hmm. So that what you're describing is a deck that probably enjoys preposterous sketches. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Prop sketches is much better in solo for that reason because you spend the action and you get more out of it. Whereas yeah. No Stone is kind of middling, like Man from Lang said. Like you just you generally just also don't have the resources to spend on a card like this because you you kind of play to the board turn one and then you're sort of saving your resources for something else whether it's something like higher education or i've got a plan or you oh, know your other events to deal with enemies and stuff like this doesn't help you do that yeah in solo so you, you just don't have the time to play a card like this a lot of the time in solo the next card is eureka it is a skill with a willpower intellect and agility skill icon innate trait if this skill test is successful, the investigator performing this test searches the top three cards of his or her deck for a card, draws it, and shuffles his or her deck. I must admit that uh, I believe I got this card wrong in my initial reviews way back when. I believe this came out in the Pallid Mask. I was uh, positive about it, but I don't think I was as positive as I could have been having had a chance to play it since it's uh it can be very very nice if you yeah. need to find something in particular especially in somebody i'm the monterey jack uh, is it what's it blackmail or the anyway the the deck where you can only play singletons a card like oh, this it can be a yeah. can be a lifesaver because you only have one copy of logical reasoning and if you need to find it uh, this will generally do it for you. So I admit that uh, I may have misrated this card uh, back in the day. What do you guys think about this one? To me, this has become a secret card that I have to have a really good reason not to include in my decks. It's so good. Yeah, like, it's just really easy, too. The spread yeah. of icons is perfect. And oh, yeah, because it's the, the one thing. Three. Yeah, it doesn't have... The one it's missing is the one you never do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And... Yeah. I mean, it basically says, look at the top three, draw a card, which is incredible. Yeah. Most of the time, it's going to draw someone a card. Mm -hmm. And if you're playing this in min, it's basically unexpected courage with draw a card on it. Like, holy, that is so good. Yeah, it's kind of true. Yeah. It, it's This card is, it seems unassuming, but when you play it more and more, you realize just like how good this card really is. Yeah, it's the fact that it's like effectively fast, and fast draw is incredibly broken, and this is just more fast draw. It's only one card, but it costs zero and doesn't cost an action. So, yeah, and it digs more but, than one deep. So yeah, it's it's a draw yeah. that dodges weaknesses. 
Yeah, it's draw that dodges weaknesses. So I like to think of this in comparison to like perception and guts and manual dexterity. So you trade away the second icon. So you're not really using this to like get yourself over the line to pass a test, unless it's like your second commit, or if your friend needs just one more icon to get like three over and cover that you know that cover that elder sign elder thing mm -hmm. or something, then it really helps there. But it's not like it's not like guts where it's like, oh no, I'm not gonna pass this. And then you use guts and you say, yeah, I'm gonna be all right. And then you draw a card. So this is more like you're already doing okay, I feel. And then you're just pushing, pushing farther, you know? So it's this almost like it's about five. lowering your decks. It's What's for up? five stat investigators. Yeah. Yeah. So exactly, exactly. Five intellect or five of aid. This card is yeah. bananas. Yeah, so it helps you go through your deck faster. So it's mm. one of those, like, I think Magic the Gathering coined the term cantrip back in the 90s. This is absolutely you know? a cantrip, yep. The idea is, like, it's its powers <laughs> and the fact that it base, it virtually makes your deck smaller. It's free, um, essentially. It's, it's basically free. just a free card in your deck, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's what's um, going on with this one. Yeah, and also, um, unlike, say, Guts, like, you can... You have three options of tests you can, like, commit this to. So mm -hmm. it's... Yeah, it's really more of like not about it's not about it's not about using the icons to um, pass the test. It's more about like you're already passing the test. This maybe bumps you up from three over to four over, maybe. But it's really about like I'm already passing the test. Let's get a benefit out of it, mm -hmm. you know, and go through my deck faster. So as a result, it's like kind of like a gimme, you know. It's just like super easy to play. It's like it's so easy to play that it's like you have to think of a reason why not to. Yeah, cards like right. this are like why seekers, if you squint hard enough, have a 28 card deck size. You know, because and, they can play two Eurekas. Yeah. And then even if you just think about, like, a normal Seeker turn, right? I play Milan. I'm a four wow. Intellect Investigator. I go up to five. I commit Eureka. I'm at six. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Boom. And, and, yeah. and then, like, I've already spent all of my resources, so how do I draw yeah. cards? Well, I investigate. I play Eureka. Now I gain a resource and look at the top three and draw a card all of a sudden. Like, this is... Yeah, there you go. Oh, look, magnifying glass. Boop. Yeah, and then yeah. you're still going. Yeah. It's one of those where it's like you're already taking off. Um, but it, but what it does is it's not the same. It's not what No Stone Unturned is about. No Stone Unturned is about like it's turn one and I drew badly. I need my Milan. Let me go mm -hmm. find it. <laughs> you know, like that yes. sort of thing. Yes. Yeah. I believe when I initially rated this card, it I rated it lower because of the icon issue where you need to succeed to get the card, but the icons on it don't necessarily help you over that finish line. But when you look at it in the context of, say, five intellect or whatever seeker, it makes a lot more sense. And then, of course, Min's in the box, who basically turns this into, you know, whatever skill you happen to need, except combat. And if Min's fighting, something terrible has happened. So over the years, I've, I've been adding this to my decks more and more often, and the ability to just find something useful in the top three is just it's a nice perk and and yeah i would i would agree that it's it's probably not your first commit if you're if you're like say even before you're starting to commit like this isn't necessarily going to succeed if you just commit this you'll need something else but if you're already going to pass the test this is a this is very nice indeed How'd we rate this one? Oh, this is easiest elder sign for me. I love this card so much. It's so good. 
I, I think even in the situations where, like, there's a lot of times in lower player counts, you're, like, you're one over, and you don't want to commit guts. And then oh, Eureka, yeah. all of a sudden, it's just, like, the, the perfect card to commit. You're yeah. like, uh, it's, like, five versus four. I really don't want to commit guts, or I really don't want to commit perception to this, but, you know, uh, I kind of need a card. And then Eureka's like, I got you. It ends up being in practice, like, you end up being one over a lot in solo because you play oh, an asset, it gives you a plus one boost, and now all of a sudden I'm five versus four, and now Eureka puts oh. me six versus four. And it just, it ends up in practice being a hell of a lot better than it looks on paper. So I've got to be honest, I think this is a small piece of a larger problem with speed, with Seekers, of, like, fast draw, you know, and blowing through the deck really quickly that it's not like the most egregious curse but i think this is actually part of a larger curse juggernaut so it still is in is in team curse it's still wearing the t-shirt and it gets the and it's it, it goes to the the annual meetings not the weekly chapter meetings but the annual meetings yeah, it's, it's definitely i can see where you're yeah. coming from yeah but i don't know this curse is so good oh no i know i agree but i think the fact that it's like i think it's just a little too easy to make work you know yeah i think it's part of a larger juggernaut like you'd be hard pressed to find like an overpowered seeker deck that doesn't have two eurekas i do think that eureka yeah. is unironically probably the best card draw in the game yeah because it's it's free and it digs mm -hmm. yeah um although i don't know cryptic research but yeah but I, I have to spend XP. four xp on that yeah exactly I think I feel like if if Eureka just drew a card, then I you know I'd feel a lot better about it because um, you wouldn't get the dig, and then you're kind of like okay, so it's kind of like a guts. You get to use it on three different tests, you know. Yeah. But it's only one icon. Then it would feel like there's actual trade-offs there. Yeah. Whereas this is just pretty much strictly better guts most of the time. Yeah, because the effect is just better. Yeah, so. I think it creeps into secret, like uh, like I was saying, it uh, it it's got a membership card, you know. It may not be uh, it may not be at the rallies, but uh, you know, it's definitely a, you know. Especially because you can do this home. more than once per round. So if you have a way to recur this, then all of a sudden you're like, basically doing yeah. infinite draw. If you have a way to take infinite actions and skill tests, like yeah, it's... yeah. I was literally building a deck like that a couple weeks ago. So uh, <laughs> just just to see how it worked and uh but yeah this is i think this is like curse territory i'm gonna give this one an elder sign it is uh as uh both matastrophic and nate have uh, pointed out it is a excellent card and uh, if you happen to be playing uh, min out of the box it's uh very very good in her but uh, other seekers uh also like it as well and i think when i was looking over the seeker uh, skill cards this one really stands out uh, especially as your card pool grows there are kind of a bunch of wonky seeker skills that this one is just head and shoulders above a lot of them that are that come in future sets and so it's a very easy add-on i believe there's one in the was it the circle undone i can't remember what it does but it's kind of like yeah i don't really 
you know, compared to Eureka, it just doesn't really stand up. As your skill card pool grows, I think this one stands head and shoulders above above the rest, and it's a pretty easy uh, easy addition to a deck. Certainly not going to make your deck worse, that's for sure. So that's going to do it for our look at uh, this batch of Seeker cards. Let us know in the comments down below what you think. Uh, any final thoughts on a, a pretty strong bunch of cards? Yeah, well, the first chunk of level zero cards we looked at were less than stellar. The uh, back half were quite good. <laughs> well, we can actually start seeing some, uh, you know, some like trends here. It's the cards that don't have restrictions, you know, are the ones that tend to be pretty good. The flexible ones that, you know, do the thing, you know, and then you've got logical reasoning where it's not only does it have like flexible text, but it also has two icons. So it's really flexible, you know, and you got Eureka, which is super flexible. It has three different icons and, you know, from which to like fire its test. And then you got No Stone Unturned, which even has a wild icon to back it up. Oh my yeah. gosh, yeah, it's like... Oh, Eureka is like the unique case of where normally a spread of icons on a skill card might be its death sentence, but in Eureka's yeah. case, it's a benefit because, oh, look, I get to draw. Yeah, you get to like do the thing off of different skill tests. So, uh, yeah, but I think the key here is we have anatomical diagrams, which is kind of killed by its narrowness and restrictions. And then you've got like Eureka and Logical Reasoning and No Stone Turn, which are great cards because of their um, versatility. That's going to do it for this episode. If you enjoyed what you hear, remember to like, comment, and subscribe. If you need to contact me, I can be reached at manfromlang at gmail.com. I'm also on Twitter at manfromlang. Until the stars are right, keep your shotgun close and your elder sign closer. Take care out there, and happy investigating.